0: Welcome to the Destination Kingdom podcast. Where one friend shop is another. I'm your host, Dee. And I'm Key. So
1: today we are going to be talking about, hold up, God, what? What?
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> is it me that's tripping or is it you? I mean, somebody is tripping, it's probably me. But this doesn't quite look like what we discussed in our prayer time.
1: Yeah. So, you know, what happens when it doesn't look like what you thought it was going to look like? When you and God had this conversation, he gave you the vision, he gave you the dream, whatever it was that you were supposed to be doing, and the route does not look like it's supposed to look like. What happens? Mm-hmm. Where do you go? What do you do? So, that's what we're going to be talking about today, y'all.
0: Well, so this really came up. Um, as you all know, we did take a little break. And I want to just say, take the time out to say thank you to all of the listeners, everybody that has still supported us and rocked with us um, during our break, whether you got in contact with Denetria to get in contact with me, to give me your love, or you told me personally or text me, or whatever the case may be. Thank you all so much for allowing the time for really me not to be okay um, and kind of get myself together before coming back. So I just want to say thank you. Um... But yeah, back to the holo God. What? Um, this was really birthed. If you think about it, almost every pastor has been saying like, oh, 2020 is the year of revelation. 2020 is the year of clear vision. Ah, glory, you know? And yeah, but it. I mean, 2020 has been a lot, a lot. So we are living through a global pandemic that is still going on. Don't let anybody tell you that COVID-19 is over because it's not.
1: The numbers still
0: uh, rising. Up. Hello, um, we are also living through. I feel like almost a an awakening, not necessarily for African Americans, but for everyone else. You know, it's like this is the truth, and you can't, you cannot deny this anymore. And I want you to try to deny it because you can't. <laughs> um, and then also too, just things going on in. D&I's personal life, things that were happening before the pandemic hit and things that ha- things that has happened during the pandemic event and it just feels like God. Listen, this is a lot and I don't know how strong you think I am, but I'm not.
1: <laughs> um but no, I really feel like um that a lot of times when you are going through so much and I feel like 2020 is just really that year. Like, like she said, pandemic, we got, you know, black lives matter movement and protests going on where it's like really an awakening, not just for some of our black people, but also for everybody else, like she said. Um, And it's like, you said this was my year. You said this was my season. Like what's really happening right now. What's really going on? Like, Can you help me understand? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you'll be like, I ain't strong enough for this. And then everybody want to come to you and be like, you know, the Lord won't put more on you than you can bear. And it's like, I don't want to hear that right now.
0: Bruh. Oh my gosh. Thank you for making it feel like, for making me feel like it's not just me. Because I I am in this season where I'm like, I know the word. I can tell you the word back and forth. However, give me a second. <laughs> you know what I mean like I don't want to be stirred up and um all of these different things like just give me a second to breathe. let me digest this for a moment and I'm gonna come back. I promise you I am because I need his strength. I need his I need his revelation, I need something from him. Um, that only he can give me to even help me process or keep pushing as he reveals to me why things are happening, and he reveals to me what the lesson is I'm supposed to get out of this. But don't rush me to get there. It's almost like it's almost like people sometimes rush you to kind of go through your process of feeling, of mourning, of whatever your Whatever the situation is, it's almost like they kind of rush you. And sometimes you just need to be left alone and just breathe. You know what I mean? You need that
1: moment to get back to a place where you can really be like, okay, like I wanna feel what I feel. Mm-hmm. Let me just have my moment. You know, let me have my moment. I'm be back. I'm be back. Give me give me a moment. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: Press pause to track. I'll return. Maybe in 30 minutes, maybe an hour, maybe in two weeks, maybe in a month.
0: We'll see. Right. But I'll be back. But give me my space. Give me 50 feet. Give me 50, <laughs> 50 feet because some people just won't give me the six. So let me give, give me 50 feet. <laughs> and, and shout out to everyone that is still giving people six feet. Keep that same energy. It is appreciated and it is needed. Thank you. Child. Cause folks, we all up
1: in your personal space, okay? I'm like, we act like it ain't a full pandemic out here. It is a full
0: pandemic still, still, still. Okay. So, but um, I guess Dee will let you go with your with your story first. Not my story.
1: Um. So basically, I don't really have a scripture for today, but I do have some things that when um a time in my life where i thought things were going to work out a certain way they didn't which is basically what we're talking about um even not just relationships but jobs school like even i think i've said this in a podcast before where i said you know i thought i was gonna have a new job already i mean i graduated over a year ago i'm like what my new job Mm is and so it's still like i'm still working on some of these things and i can see like where god is like okay you still working on this. You've gotten better, but now I need to take you to the next level. So I'll um, just go over what those things are, and then I'll kind of do a deep dive. So for me, when things don't go the way that I think they should or how I think they should play out, it really caused me to question whether or not I trust God. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my counseling session, which I started last year working on this, I went back to it. And read it because my counselor asked me to come up with a personal definition of what trust looks like as it relates to God. So in my journal, getting real personal here, you
0: know, we up in our business, (laughs) clearly.
1: But in my journal, I wrote, even when I don't want to let go of what I feel I need to do in a situation, I have to allow God to guide my thoughts, my actions. And really tune in to what he's telling me. I don't need to know the full picture. I just need to know how to take the first step. Be humbly obedient when God gives me instructions. So for me, in the seasons where I'm like, "This ain't looking like what I'm supposed. To, what is supposed to look like?" Like, and then I start to try to start making things work out on my own. It's like, wait a minute. Like God already showed me what I'm supposed to have, what I'm supposed to be doing, what's supposed to happen. But in that season, like he needs to show me something else as well. He's showing me things that I need to work on and grow in. So just learning to trust him through that process. Not that it's easy, but learning like I asked God to build my patience for years. <laughs> years. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, you really, you really, you really taking this time to show me that you're going to really work on my patience. But I will say, working on my patients, your girl has been less stressed. It's wonderful. <laughs> and I think this pandemic has also helped because it's like, you don't have nowhere to go. We was talking about this. Um, I went home for Father's Day and we was talking about this with my godmom, And she was like, it has slowed everybody down because you waiting in line to get food. Because where you going? To the house.
0: Right. You You ain't ain't got the of nowhere. Smoking right now. I mean, I'm out to (laughs) down roll the windows down while I wait in line.
1: Exactly. Um, so that was like my number one thing was working on trust as it relates to God. And I will say, even in this season, like it's come up again. It just looks a little differently this time. Mm -hmm. So previous like, I think two weeks ago in my counseling session, she was like I mean, it really just calls into the question, like, do you trust God? Do you trust that God won't hurt you? Do you trust that God is going to do what he says and that regardless of how it works out, it's still for your good? And I had to look at myself and be like, you know what? You got a point there. You got a point there. So maybe I just need to calm down and chill. And just really reevaluate those things that I'm working on, as far as building my trust with my relationship, and also with waiting on the job or waiting for wherever God sees to take me next. Mm.
0: First of all, <clears throat> I did not know that I was that came up in a counseling session. I, and I personally feel red for filth, um in this moment, but when you were speaking, that song came up. Um, God is able to do just what he said he will do. Mm. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. But really, no. <laughs> Man, that just stirred my soul and I feel like it plays a lot into what I'm currently going through, Um, especially the part about do you trust that he won't hurt you? And personally, in my counseling sessions, that's what we have been going through about laying things on the altar to God and trusting that Whatever he decides to do with it is going to work out for my good. And that's a struggle for me. Um, Do I love God? Absolutely. Do I have faith in God? Absolutely. I'm working more on growing in those areas to include my faith of trusting him. You know, what I mean, especially when I have this kind of control complex, to be honest. Um, as we told you guys before, like I'm an engineer, so everything has a process and I should know or have a hypothesis about what is going to happen in each step of the process. It's the scientific method, right? You should have you start out with finding out the problem and then you have some kind of hypothesis to go along with it with whatever solution you're about to implement. But that is not always how life works outside of a formula, outside of math, outside of science. That is not how life works. And it is hard for me to accept that because I'm like, I am trained. When I say trained, first of all, this is just how my brain works. This is just how God wires me. And then I have been trained in school. I have the degree to prove (laughs) that I have been trained in this manner to think this way. Why does it not in, in, why does it not apply to my spiritual life? You know what I mean? Why does it not apply to my personal life? And that's where, I mean, God is in every situation, but especially in our spiritual and our personal lives, that's where he comes in at. That's where he shows his presence at because when you are home, When you are with yourself, you are not your job. You are not whatever you present to the world. You are you. Spiritually naked, emotionally naked. You are you. Um, And there was a scripture for me that kind of came up that had me kind of learn how to. It gave me some comfort in resting because my counselor told me that I needed to look up scriptures and focus specifically on scriptures that speak about God's goodness. Number one, to trust that he is a good God and he will not hurt me. Um, And then number two, to know that I am worthy of his goodness. I am worthy still of the promises that he has made to me. So my scripture is in Exodus 33, um, verse 14. And to set the stage, Moses is telling God like look you told me these to lead these people to the promised land and I'm down for it however I need to know that you're going to be with me because I know there's going to be some obstacles getting these people there I need to know that I'm not crazy I need to know that you're going to give me favor I need you know some kind of reassurance which I think sometimes that's what we ask God for is like I'm down for the plan, but I need some reassurance that this is going to be worth it. I need some reassurance that this is going to pan out. And so this is what my God, hallelujah, told Moses. Okay, it says, uh, Exodus 33, verse 14, the Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. And then there's a part in Exodus um, 33, verse 17, where it says, the Lord replied to Moses, I will indeed do what you have asked for. I look favorably on you and I know you by name. And that hit me because I was like, "Okay, he knows my name. He knows my name. He knows me. He knows the ins and outs of me. if he promised Moses that he's going to be with him and everything's going to work out fine, that same promise still holds true for me today because I'm his child. You know what I mean? I'm his child. I'm a, I'm a part of him. He loves me. He wants to protect me. And so I just encourage everyone to. To know that God loves you. And this hurts. This pandemic hurts. This um, awakening or revolution rather It hurts. It's it's not fun to go through. Nobody is enjoying anything that I feel like the world is going through right now. And then you have things in your personal life as well. It hurts. It seriously does. It feels like a weight is on your back. However, He loves you. It doesn't look like what we thought twenty twenty was going to look like. I think I know for me personally, it was more so the year of my. My word for this year was perspective. And I got this from, shout out to Ashley and Powers, about instead of making vision boards, making faith boards. And I think I talked about that um, earlier. But anyway, I was not expecting to go through this much trial and tribulation to have a shift in my mind. Maybe I'm naive to think that, but I didn't think that it would be this degree. You know, and in the spiritual portion of my faith board, I said, learn to rest in dad more. And y'all know I call God dad. So learn to rest in dad more. And that's literally what I'm having to do. The scripture says I will give you rest. And I literally wrote in my journal today. I need you to take my burden. It's heavy. It's too heavy for me, but I need you to take it. And I just have to stand firm and believe that He is going to take it, and He knows me. He He loves me. He's He's there for me. He hasn't left me, and I'm gonna be okay.
1: That's good. Um, but you said. In there. I'm like, I don't know why these songs keep coming up today.
0: <laughs> Y'all, we were singing before we got on here. Well, we were. Yeah. We'll sing what we, we were singing before after a little bit later.
1: <laughs> but um, when you said, He knows my name, I immediately thought of Tasha Cobbs, you know, where she says, He knows my name. He knows my name. Oh, how he walks with me and oh, how he talks with me and oh, how he tells me that I am his own. That right there. Every time it never fails. It gets me right where I need to be. I can be having the worst day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I sometimes and even in my counseling sessions, when I was real low, because my counselor got me at my lowest point. She told me, she said, you need to look yourself in the mirror and you need to remind yourself who God says you are. Mm. And God knows your name no matter how you feel. He's always going to talk to you. He's always going to counsel you. Like He's going to do it all. <laughs> and so just learning to put your trust there. And sometimes it is like getting in the mirror and being like, you know what? I'm going to have a good day today because God told me he knows my name. And if he know my name, it don't matter who else know it. It don't matter who else say I can't do what because at the end of the day, like he got me.
0: He got me. Come on now. Come on now, invite him into, that's a good one. Invite him into your day. Invite him into those low places. And I want to make sure that like, I hope you guys don't feel like we're being like super, super spiritual and not realistic. I feel like when we share our low points with you guys, like we're being vulnerable so that you guys see that it's real. Like being a Christian does not mean that you are not going to have some low points. It does not mean that you are not going to have some moments where you question God. I mean, Moses was sitting up here straight up saying, I know what you told me to do, but I need I need to know, I need to know for sure <laughs> that this is what you want me to do. And I need to know I'm going to have some protection before I take all of these thousands of people and lead them to this promised land flowing with milk and honey. I just need reassurance. Hallelujah. Um, and so I, I hope that us being vulnerable and sharing these things with you all kind of help you all to be okay with asking those questions and be comfortable in being uncomfortable with God. Um, and there is a scripture that I read. I want to say it's like Romans eight twenty six where... Um, it talks about how even when we pray, we don't always know what to pray for. But the Holy Spirit can interpret our groans and our mourning for God. And I know lately, that's been all I got. That's been all I got for God is just a handful of questions, some anger and mourning. So. Yeah,
1: that's all I a- got. <laughs> that is all right. Because at the end of the day, look, he takes you as you are. Hello. <laughs> but like you said something that's really important because I had to fight so hard to be like. If you're uncomfortable, it means you're growing. God put makes you uncomfortable so that he can get you to grow. So whenever you're really uncomfortable, it's something in you that God is shifting. And you never think about that shift being hard. You know, like we don't think that we have to go through all of what we have to go through right. <laughs> for a shift right. to happen in this. But God knows how to reach his children the, where they are at. So he meets you where you are at so that he can make the impact that he needs to see the change that he needs to see. Mm-hmm. That was a lot. I hope y'all got it because I
0: can't repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys can't. You guys have a rewind button. So you just play that back. Just just play that back. It was at, it was at about 22 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But and then while you were talking as well, we we're talking a lot. A lot of this stuff revolves around growth and like how you continue to grow. Because at the end of the day, like we never reach Perfection. We are always striving to be more Christ like. We're striving to be better, but we're never there. Um and I don't I think I wrote this quote in September of last year. Again, it's in my journal. (laughs) So (laughs) it says, While God wants you as you are, it's always God's intent for you to grow beyond where you are. Mm. So in that uncomfortableness, He is growing you and sometimes it's like you have to remind yourself like I, I prayed for patience. I prayed to be a better forgiver. I prayed to be all these things. But if God doesn't put you in a situation where you have to be patient or you have to forgive, how else are you going to learn how to do it? Speaking of forgiveness, that was my other thing that um, I really had to try to work on. Um, and so having the thinking of the qualities that I should have as a forgiver, um, because things always happen. I mean, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's at your job, whether it's somebody saying something crazy to you, whether it's something with a family member, like anything, like you as a Christian are called to forgive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think everybody tells you you're supposed to forgive, but they don't tell you what that look like.
0: Hello. Hello. (laughs) Come say it again. Say it again for the people in the back because they did not hear that gem that you dropped. Please say it again. I'm going to be quiet. But I need you to repeat is, please.
1: So everybody tells you that you are called to forgive, but they don't necessarily tell you what that looks like.
0: Yeah, Where's my organ? Ah.
1: So I do have a scripture for forgiveness because um, that's something that I feel like we as Christians are always working on. Um, And in some seasons, it's harder than others. Uh, So the scripture that I do have for that is Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. And it says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. So, Again, I was going through this season where I'm like, it didn't look like what I thought it was going to look like, God. Like, what's up? What's really going on? What's happening? And in that, it's like, oh, yeah, you got to forgive this person because if you don't, like, basically, my mom has always told me, if you stay mad at somebody, if you don't forgive them, you hold a grudge against them, you ultimately give that person power over you. Because at the end of the day, like, every time you see them, you mad. Every time you think about a situation, you mad. You don't have the power. So you have to take that power back. And so in this season, my counselor really challenged me to look at what qualities as a forgiver I should have. And it's great because, you know, the Bible just tells us everything we're supposed to know. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was reading a devotional. I don't really remember which one at this present moment, but this scripture came up in it. And I um, bookmarked it because I'm like, this is good Mm -hmm. because you are called to forgive. And the devotional really made me look at it being a matter of the heart. So if you can get your heart to change, it's not easy. It's the whole process. And it takes constant fighting of those internal feelings of rage, anger, bitterness, harsh words, whatever you got, like you really have to change those words. So yeah, I'm mad at you right now. But I still love you because Christ has called me to love you, right? Right. <laughs> and through Him, like I will be able to forgive you. And another point that was really brought up in that devotional was learning to forgive before you act. So before you tell the person I forgive you, it's like make sure that your heart has already had that change, and then you forgive them. So I'll say my last situation where I had to do this, like it took probably like three or four months. After four months, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna forgive this person. And I don't feel like God always calls you to tell a person you forgive them or tell people you forgive them if they've committed a wrong act against you. Um, but it's something internally that changes within you. But in my particular case, like I told the person, like, I forgive you. And I listed out everything I forgave them for, and I said, this is my release because for me to release it, I needed to write it and let it go. Mm -hmm. So there was an action that followed that forgiveness.
0: Mm. You know, that ties into, um, yes, it ties into my personal um, life, but I also feel like that ties into the black lives matter movement. Uh, You know what I mean? Because for, for us outside of the legal things that need to happen. Outside of that, there's also, and I will probably get some backlash for this, but I just feel this in my spirit to say, there's also a forgiveness that we as Black people have to extend the world. There is. And that includes myself. Um, (laughs) Because we we're asking for what we should have always had, right? Or we're not asking, well, we're, we're demanding it at this point. We're demanding for something that we should have always had, but we are going to have to have the grace and the patience to teach people what that looks like for us as African-Americans in this country and in this world. And we cannot do that still enraged. We cannot do that still mad and pissed off um, about what has happened. Do we have a right to? Absolutely. you are a hundred percent right for your anger. However, just like that scripture says, you have to get rid of it, for us to move forward, for us to live in love, for us to live in kindness, both sides, all sides, right, wrong, African American, Caucasian, Asian, Hispanic, uh, British, everybody has to get rid of it for us to live in love. And I'm not saying it's easy, I'm not saying that it's gonna come overnight, but I'm saying that especially us as Christians, we have to, we have to take the charge and do it. We don't, we honestly don't have a choice. When we said we were gonna give our lives over to Christ it became our duty and it wasn't, it wasn't a choice anymore. It was a commandment. So.
1: The Lord, he really be moving because as I was talking, like, yes, I was talking about a personal situation to me, but like immediately I started thinking, I'm like, this applies to what's going on right now with this black lives matter movement. Like it applies. Um, And I made a post one day where I was like, yes, it's, like you have every right to protest and you have every right to be out there. Some people cannot be out there, whether it's because of health reasons, whether it's because, you know, of other things. But it's more than one way to support this movement. And one of the primary ways that we can support this is through prayer and praying that God does a heart change for the people that don't really see that this is a
0: problem. Right. And for us to be gracious to the people that are just realizing that this is a problem. Like, I'm not saying that's not an easy thing for me to do. Um, And I have purposely been walking away from certain conversations because I know I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet to have this calm conversation. I'm not there yet to explain to you why my life or my black brother or sister's life is in danger every time we breathe, whether we're awake, whether we're sleeping in our bed, whether we're driving to the grocery store, whether we're in the park, whether we're at church. I don't have the patience or the grace Mm -hmm. just yet to explain that to you. However, I'm in the process of doing what that scripture said, of getting rid of my anger and my bitterness towards the world, and even towards the Lord so that I can live in a space where I am ready to have that conversation.
1: Yeah, I think it's a process for sure. Like it's not something that happens overnight, just like, you know, I mean, forgiveness in general is a process. It's hard. Um, but once you can get rid of your feelings i feel like it's easier to have those conversations with people mm-hmm. um but also like you know they still might not get it they still might not understand so it's okay like you said sometimes you got to walk away mm-hmm. like you walk away and you be like you know what like i said what i could i said what i felt felt led to say but like that's all i got right now
0: that's <laughs> I all i can't
1: got
0: the clip is empty. out here too. <laughs> Hello? The clip is empty. I guess I shouldn't use clip in this metaphor, but I'm just saying, I'm out, I'm out of, I'm out of everything. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out.
1: Right, exactly. So. so I'm like, this is good. Do you have anything else to add, Karen?
0: No, I don't. D, I think this, I think I'm uh, pretty empty, uh <laughs> yet full. I'm out. <laughs> But thank you all for tuning in. do you have anything else?
1: No, this is all. I think this was really good. Um, We hit on a lot of strong points. uh, But overall, trust and forgiveness in the process, forgiveness throughout. So I feel like it was good. And remember, when you are uncomfortable, you are growing. And we are always, always growing.
0: (laughs) Yes. And to keep it a buck, I'm uncomfortable right now. (laughs) (laughs) please do not feel like we are telling you things that we are not going through. So, exactly. <laughs> we are keeping at 100. We are real friends. It's real friend Wednesday and we are going to tell the truth. So y'all be blessed. Y'all take it easy and be gentle with yourself. Please do not overwhelm yourself in this time. Um, it's okay. If you cannot, be and do everything for everybody right now. It's okay. Do what you can. Lay your behind down and let God do the rest. Get
1: you some rest and let go. Let go and let God, as they say.
0: Hallelujah. <laughs> and like that scripture said, everything, I will give you rest. He said, I will give you rest and everything will be fine. No matter what it looks like, it's going to be Fine. So I love you guys. I love you, D. I love you too, girl. Ooh, she done said it back. Let me say something to this little thing. Do not be saying it back sometimes. I mean, I got to be boo hoo breaking down for her to be like, I love you too, cute. <laughs> i come
1: through when you need it, okay?
0: <laughs> she right. And I'm glad that she had confessed her love for me on this podcast. But <laughs>
1: Girl, you got it. You better hit play, record, playback, everything you need to hit, because it is here for life, okay?
0: It is, don't you worry, it is on the internet for the rest of our lives and beyond. Hallelujah. Come on now.
1: Yes. But like Kier said, we love y'all. Thank y'all so much for just bearing with us. Um, sometimes I feel like as business owners, like some people find it hard to take a break, and so now, like we we needed a break. Not only did she need it, like we both needed a break, um, just to kind of come back and give y'all one hundred. Like I feel like this episode is like up the speed. Like if we were to go into two weeks ago, like it wouldn't have been here because <laughs> no, we I'm was not, here. not mm-hmm. here. So we want to give y'all one hundred and fifty percent. I feel like we did that today. So thank y'all for being with us. Thank y'all for hanging in there, still being active supporters and listeners. Um, again, don't forget to. Hit that like button, subscribe, follow, all that stuff at Destination Kingdom on all your social medias.
0: Yes. And leave Um, us a review, please. We did get a review um, from a listener. We did read it. And thank you so much for that. It was very encouraging.
1: Yes, we get um, your text messages if you have our personal numbers. Oh, also, we have a DK number now. So.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah.
1: Well, if you okay. go on our social media, you can contact us through our, our DK number. It's on there. Um, we would love to hear your feedback. Let us know, you know, how, how it's going, if it's helping you, if it's ministering to you, if it's helping you with a situation. If you need prayer, please reach out to us. As we'll add you to the prayer list. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes. And we will have a website coming soon. Um, we really, like D said, we do want to hear from you guys. We do want to have a real, real friends community group. Um, and so, you know, that'll be a way for us to keep in contact with you all um, and for you all to stay up to date even in between episodes. Yeah, definitely. Because if you follow us, you get the information first. There you go. There you go. So, with that, you guys, we love you and we will see you all in two weeks. We out. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.